Mike Sorg here, producer of Fishing Without Bait. Today we went down to Black Star Tattoo in Bel Vernon, PA, and we had a conversation while Jim was getting his new tattoo representing Full Impact Mindfulness. The following is a conversation that Jim had with Jake Steele, the artist working on his tattoo. All right, Jim, how's it coming? How's it coming? Yeah. Well, it's it's coming along very nicely. It's like stacking blocks. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to get a good foundation before you reach the sky. And that's what we're doing. We're getting a good foundation to build on. Uh, these are the you've only more recently gotten your first tattoos, right? That's correct. What uh what surprised you about when you got your first tattoo? How much I liked them and wanted to get more. <laughs> what do you uh, what do you what do you think your uh, arms and body would have looked like if you discovered tattoos earlier in life? I don't think I was prepared early in life to uh, to, have, to have enough confidence in myself. I compared myself to others and took others' perceptions of me as my own self worth. That's what I did. But now I don't. And people, some people say, hey man, that's really cool. Other people look at me and, and uh, just shake their head. And that's okay. Because the only person I have to please is myself. As long as I'm not interrupting or disturbing anybody else's health or happiness, then I can do as I choose. I choose, I say the words, I choose. I chose to come down here and see my friend, Mr. Jake. You have two two tattoos I kind do. of on deck between this and your other one. Yes. Uh, t- tell us what the other one is. Well, the other one is going to be the uh, Fishing Without Bait logo, a lifetime without definitive expectations, which, of course, a lot of people misinterpret as fishing without bait. Well, that's walking through life aimlessly. It is not. It's having your eyes wide open and turning s- certainties into possibilities taking the blinders off, losing that expert's mind. The tattoo that I'm having done right now is the Full Impact Mindfulness logo. It's something that uh, has been ruminating around my mind, brewing uh, for a number of years. It's about, I'm, I'm really not the type of person that is sitting on the satin pillows, uh, surrounded by 10,000 candles with my eyes closed going, mmm, all day. That's wonderful. That's, that's a good thing. That, that can center yourself. I'm much more interested in pushing the envelope, stepping outside the comfort zone, and helping people fully participate in their lives. And, when, and every day to say, no, I had no regrets today. Why did I pick this one to do first? Because actually, uh, it's colorful. I, lo- I love color. And it's one of the things that, of all the logos that I've had done, I've had the most comments by people who I care about and who care about me, and they tell me that they they were really impressed with that. In fact, uh, it's on uh, it's on the business card that, that we have for Namaste Holistic Counseling. It it expresses our philosophy, and our philosophy doesn't mean it's the right philosophy. It's merely ours. Do your uh, clients and your coworkers uh, know you're going to show up with this in the office tomorrow? I've uh, I've told some folks about it. Yeah. I have, and they're looking forward to it. Uh, however, they're perhaps not in the same type of uh, mindset that I am, the, the type of exploration that I'm making in my own life. My uh, friend Jake and I often talk about exploring life. 
and that's what we try to help people do. We try to help people participate in their lives. We often talk about buying the ticket. We often talk about people who live their life on wishes and hopes, waiting for something to happen, hoping that something will happen, wishing that something will happen, or sitting back and maybe perhaps feeling entitled and saying, I know it's coming. All I have to do is be patient and wait. Well, you can be patient and wait. Buy the ticket. You can't get on the ride unless you buy the ticket. And that's not necessarily a monetary cost. It's an investment of yourself. And what's your thoughts on what I uh, what I just threw out into the air? There's a lot of people talking about trying to do this. I'm trying to speak a foreign language. I'm trying to get into traveling. I'm trying to work out. I'm trying to get healthy. But there are uh, there are very few doers because people that say things are usually not doers. Actions speak louder than words. So, could you share with the folks that are going to be viewing this how you incorporate some of this philosophy in your own life? Uh, in my own life, I just choose to uh, wake up and just start doing until I go to bed. What was that word you said? I... I do. I choose. I choose to do. So tell me, tell us uh, in your life when you decided that you had a choice and you could say those words. When I stop treating myself and acting and behaving like a victim, when I realized that the victimization was going to get me nowhere, then then the only the only choice I could make was to just do because if I sat there and just was a victim then then I was gonna live an unfulfilled life. I don't know if I put that in the in good terms, but you put it in your terms. I love to hear those words come out of your mouth. I love to hear you say those things. Do you remember the first time that you heard your recorded voice being played back that you heard it? Um I do. What did it what did it sound like? The first time I heard it, it was just weird. I didn't. I don't know if I, I was into it. Yeah. I was kind of afraid. Uh huh. Definitely, just weird. How does it feel to say words out into the air now? How does it feel to hear your own words? Oh, I love it. I love it. I wanna. I wanna actually just start recording myself uh, some songs. Great. Listen to it. Good. Well, we'd uh, we'd love to hear those. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Hear your choices. And remember, we're not making choices for other people. We're making choices for ourselves. Yeah. I just came to the realization that there was nobody uh, motivating me. There was no one telling me to go and do it. It was either, I'm going to do this or I'm going to miss out on that opportunity. And another thing I realized is... When you are a doer, and when you, when you have all these things, the people that aren't in that mindset look at me or look at you, who anyone who does as, uh, why don't I have that? Or they see you as a threat. But really what it is, is uh, they're afraid. They're, they're afraid to take those steps, and they're afraid to take those risks. And life in their eyes has beaten them down to a point where 
They can't do this. They can't do that. Why even try? We talk about that frequently, Jake, on our podcasts about fear. That fear is the primal emotion. And it's, we've often talked about that everything that people want, all the joy in their life is on the other side of fear. Yes, correct. So we have to understand that there is fear first before we can move it, move around it, move through it, identify and label it, and find out what we're afraid of. Being, being courageous and having courage isn't saying that, oh, I just am getting rid of fear. I'm getting rid of it. It's gone. It's, I'm courageous. I'm going to do what i got to do. It's understanding how to cope with the fear. Courage is the ability to deal with it. Deal with it. Cope with it. Fear isn't necessarily something to be avoided or a bad thing. No. No one. No one. No one is truly fearless to you. No. How long would a policeman or a fireman last if they were fearless on the job? An hour? Maybe? Mm -hmm. The fear is what makes us human. It's what allows us to advance. It's what says, hey, don't do that. Don't be extreme. So uh, I feel like a good balance of fear and and courage is going to just carry you far. And we were we were talking earlier about uh, the middle path, about uh, the moderation, uh, and avoiding the extremes. Um, when you when you pull too hard in any direction in your life, it's bound to strike back with with force. Let's say you uh, you really love working out. And you do it, and you do it, and and you just working so hard, and that's all you're focused on. You stop doing the things that you like to do because you'd rather be working out. And soon you realize, wow, I'm hurting really bad. And you're hurting because you've neglected to stretch, and you've neglected to, to take a break. That's the simplest. I feel like that's the simplest example. Well, as you well know, we live in a we live in a microwave world. Where people want to microwave recoveries. They want to microwave happiness. They want to microwave wealth. They want to they want to drive. I will definitely say that our society that we're living in, our westernized belief and and thought, is that. What they see others having, or, or what they they see that uh, they have a very misconstrued uh, belief of how those things came to fruition. So, in their mind, their happiness could possibly be achieved by having more, getting more. Everyone's always wanting more. Yeah. And I just think that less is more. I'm happy with just... I was telling someone the other day, I was telling my friend actually, uh, it was Sunday, just did a bunch of chores, cleaned my car, 
at the end of the day, I was like, man, I, I've been working all day long. It's It's been tough. Like, I'm sweating hard, and I'm like, I feel like I didn't get anything accomplished because everything was just around the house. And, like, in my mind, I, I, it's my one of my faults. Like, I just, I feel like I need to be better, and I'm, and I'm very hard on myself, and just bigger, better, bigger, better. But what I did was just put my hat on, get a shower, get in my car, put my music on, and I took a drive, and I was like, God damn, I'm successful. <laughs> and that's what made me feel good. Well, I'm sure that you meet many people who can't differentiate between wants and needs. Correct. It's like, do I need to be a world-renowned artist, or do I need to pay my car insurance? So, I, I've recently like been balancing myself out. Before, I was I was all art, all go, all uh, live fast and die young. That was my mindset until I worked myself into. Some, I, I guess that they're minor, it was just minor muscle back problems, but it was enough to like put me out of commission for a week. And it dawned on me that, oh, wait, if, if I neglect that part of my life, then I can't live the rest of it. It's just as important as me doing my job to take care of myself. And then I also realized, wow, life is fragile. And it, it is, it, it's, a, it's a precious thing. It's a gift. And the, the more precious that we perceive our, our life, the more that we could get out of it, the more variety, the more spice. I, that's, I, I believe it. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com, where you can listen to the show comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. Fishing Without Bait is a production of Namaste Holistic Counseling, PC.